Welcome to Imperial Interlude. Uh, apologies for last week's absence, but there were things in motion, family, jubilees, stuff. I just couldn't make it. Uh, with me again this week is Ralph. Hello, Ralph. Hey, Tim. And also, we don't care about you not having seen Obi-Wan or whatsoever. If you haven't gotten seen it, go see it now. We are talking spoilers. Lots of spoilers. Especially for the second half, because I think the first half we'll we'll discuss episode five as we we sort of mentioned to ourselves. But I think you know with episode six dropping this week, yeah, just yeah, this week. It, it's all, all already out. We've seen it. It is. We have. <laughs> I sat at work at lunchtime and watched it. I was at work on Wednesday. Well, I was on campus anyway. <laughs> you naughty, naughty boy. But anyway, so shall we start? Yes, uh, episode four then. No, mm -hmm. five. More. Uh, apologies, five. my mind is bent. I just came back from my daughter's birthday with uh, six 11-year-olds trying to bowl. It's <laughs> it's something. <laughs> so yes, episode five. And of course, it began with a flashback. Yes, something. I, I, I don't know if I've said that in the last episode where uh, Christian Haydenson made an appearance, but I think of any of the characters that could have used some bit of uh, rejuvenation, I think he, he could have used a bit of masking. He he looks old in the flashbacks to my eyes. He, lo he, he looks at, yeah, they did, I don't I don't think they did any of the de-aging tech that, they, that they've no, done really. for for um, <laughs> You know, within some of the other stuff, like the the, the technology used for Luke and stuff like that, maybe they just didn't think they needed it. And yeah, you know, I mean, he's what is it? It's twenty years, so he's what is it coming up to forty now? Yeah, he he should be around mm -hmm. our age. So so you know, maybe after, I I didn't hit anything against you know, there's 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 nothing really that you know that that would that stops us from enjoying it, shall we say? You know. No, and yeah, I think you know. if if you haven't been watching the movies, the, mm. the prequels just prior, you probably wouldn't notice. Yeah, yeah, but but it opens up with the two of them sparring. It was nice to see him actually. But it, did you notice as well that it was um, it was episode two, Anakin, because you he mean, had the ponytail because of his clothing, the clothing and the ponytail, and he didn't have the bionic arm. Yeah. Didn't have the the, the the hand. That's why you're not a master it. yet. Still a student. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it was mainly the, the Jedi braid he had because he had the braid in, which in episode three, you know, he, he doesn't have the braid, does he? He's, he's you know, rocking his flowing locks, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we get the, we get the, the, the devastate, the sort of the, 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 the the duel of the two of them together as master and apprentice, which I thought was quite nice to see. And then, you know, and we get some exposition from Kenobi during the fight, of course, of the two of them fighting. And then it cuts to an Imperial captain ushering in the third sister, Reva, to the Imperial Star Destroyer. It's the Devastator. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm trying to think, is that the one... Is that Vader's Star Destroyer from Empire? Uh, 
good question. Before he got the Super Star Destroyer, so I'm thinking, is that the Vader, Vader Star Destroyer before? Um, no, in, in Empire, he already has his Super got, Star Destroyer. He goes with it Star into the asteroid field. I think yes. the Devastator is the uh, one. It's the one. Admiral, uh, no, or Piet, maybe? Captain Piet. Captain no, it was Piet? Captain Piet. No, it's um, the Devastator is the one that he was on chasing Leah. Oh, so that's the one from the original four. movie. Yeah, from the original four. And then he got the um, the Executor. So the Devastator was Vader as originally one. They make out what ship it is because there's no license plate there's no <laughs> name plate there's nothing how do you know which star destroyer that is true as well and of course there's two different types isn't there there's the imperial class one there's an imperial class two there's the imperial class star destroyer and it's you know uh, it's like, which, how can you tell the difference between a one and a two? Yeah, yeah. give me the registration number, or let <laughs> let that show in the in the movie, and I can say, yeah, I can <laughs> see how you can uh, distinguish these. But with nothing, how? Mm. It's but it's, a... de it's definitely you know it's 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 a weird one, isn't it? You, I mean, you could say that about the things like the Mal Calamar, you know, the whole modern stuff, because they're all the same. Yeah, indeed. It's that IFF that we don't see, you see, that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, sure, she's um, you know, she's ushered in to 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 basically to the Imperial to the bridge with Vera there, displays you know, he dispenses with his normal pleasantries, like Vera has any pleasantries. You know. And he demands where Kenobi is, you know, he wants Reva to lack to to track them down. Your, your, your BIM, you know, that they've tracked them to your BIM. And Vader expresses then his satisfaction in promoter. So Reva got what she want, wanted, sort of. Suddenly she is, is the Grand Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor, yes. So in order to advance ranks in uh, the Imperium, you need to slay your superior and then you'll be mm -hmm. rewarded. It's an awful lot like orcs. <laughs> it's the rule of two, isn't it really? Oh yeah, yeah. or that also. <laughs> the, the rule of two, which we which we may or may not get to see some more of when the acolyte turns up, because we know that is going to be a show about the dark side. And then, of course, it it meanwhile, you know, we're cutting to the transport on afraid the transport on you coming back to your bim or your bim. I think it's pronounced your bim. Um, you know, on the the land at that um. At the base that they're in, one of them earlier, you know, uh, Tala, Roken, um, Scully, uh, I think it's pronounced Sc Skull, Scully, but Sully. it's not, not Sully, sorry, Sully. <laughs> There's then, no you know, K in that name, yeah, I think. <laughs> it's, yeah, name's gone. And then, you know, they, they, they ask about, you know, one of their missing people who died with the third sister, you know, and then, and then. They're, they're basically in this. They're trapped in. They they are in this base, uh, waiting to get everybody on board. Because as they disembark, we see a lot of sort of people there, don't we? We see a lot of of uh, refugees wanting to get away from the empire, and probably a number of them, even though it's not said, yeah, probably force wield us. And including one uh, fake Jedi, Haja is three. Yes, <laughs> and Haja's there as well. And then um, Kenobi 
speaks and he wants to you know get back to Alderaan, and that's where he he reckons that you know that's that there are other people in the path have been waiting for months and they're going to try and get everybody off. So it seems that they're all crammed into this sort of this this area, aren't they? This this yeah. this this, this, underground this one base. landing pad area with yeah. a bit added on for good measure. Yeah. So as they're doing that, and then of course the while well, you know Vader Vader's traveling through hyperspace, he orders the lockdown of the, the base and stuff. Um, but he warns Reva that if they trap them, their opponent's going to can handle that for seven days. Vader really does shows that he doesn't care about this. And this is where we cut back to the reprogrammed Lola doing her thing. So we all so, knew what was going on with the droid, that she was... Yeah, she's basically the, the uh, living beacon that's driving, yeah, uh, leading the Empire to them, and then uh, she's now all red-eyed, which, funny yeah. enough, nobody notices for some odd reason. Yeah. And then she goes up and sabotages uh, some of the uh, hangar roof that's yeah. more or less the main entry. Because they're all getting ready to leave and stuff when they hear that the, um, the Star Destroyer has dropped out of hyperspace and in orbit of the planet. That's where they, they mentioned that they can hold out for a while. And that's that sort of relates back to what was said in the Star Destroyer, I think, from them currently. And then the hangar base doors closed because Lola got into the the system and did something that she shouldn't have or did something that she was programmed to do. But um, it's it's a weird one because I didn't think the re- and this goes to something later on and we'll cover it a bit later on but there's definitely something that logically doesn't make sense because it goes back to what we know about droids being controlled from the original series and stuff mm-hmm. that makes sense um but we'll we'll circle around that because it's part of the story anyway as well and then you know um it it then um and as the the doors sort of basically close and stuff in it, you know, you know, you know, basically Kenobi believes Vera is leading the hunt and plans to attack the base rather than lay siege to them. And that goes to a Roken asking how he knows what Vera's next move is. And then that cuts back to the flashback of the duel. And we get a longer flashback where, you know, we see the... The aggressiveness of Anakin. Yeah, almost a bit too aggressive for my taste. But yeah, he's, but... O- he's overconfident. And I think that that plays in, though, too, what he was like in Attack of the Clones, especially when he was fighting, uh, what's his face? Um, Dooku. Mm-hmm. And then also that leads into episode three as well, of when he was fighting Dooku on the, on the bridge as well at the beginning of episode three, because I think Anakin was always portrayed as being over aggressive in his tactics. Very impulsive. Yeah. You know, he, he's, he's, he's very much that 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 sort of fighter of I'm going to say that Sith style fighter because I think most of the Sith Maul was like that. You know, that we've seen, I think we've really we've only seen really two Sith fighting. Yeah, really. Though to be in, fair, in I live think action. In, know, in, the, uh, uh, in the prequels he was more a overconfident uh, and, and and hyperactive 
yeah. rather than aggressive. It's just a, I want to do something. And in this flashback, he's really, I'm going to cut you in half if I get the chance. Yeah. He's pushing himself more. I think, you know, and that, that leads into a little bit of the way they portrayed Anakin in the animated series as well. Because, as you know, between episodes two and three, where the Clone Wars is set, especially be, um, when fighting with Kenobi and Ahsoka and some of the other Jedi, you know, you can see how he is completely, he is different in the way that he, you know, that he, that he is, it's, it's more the fact that it's his own belief in his own abilities. I think, yeah, you know, he's it's, very it's, over, self-confident. it's the, yeah, it's the overconfidence thing, isn't it? That, they, that, you know, I think Luke loses that line, doesn't it? You know, something about overconfidence in your, oh, it, it's something the Emperor might have said to Luke his overconfidence in your friends or something like that isn't it there's a line using overconfidence in it i think that line was also used against uh anakin or vera as well i'm trying to remember me brain just doesn't want to work but we get this we get this exposition about you know and kenobi basing basically schooling him um as anakin has ignored kenobi's warnings about advancing you know countering that mercy doesn't doesn't defeat the enemy as the two blades cross, Skywalker says that you know that that he's going to lose, and when the two blades cross, and when he says that, that's when we cut back to Vader's uh, Star Destroyer dispatches. You know the the drop ships to the base. Yeah, and and let me just uh, interject there. I think the the fifth episode is, in a cinematic way, very interestingly because they do real. I. I almost call them jump cuts from one mm-hmm. side to the other but yeah. they fit thematically so that you're not not un- unlike the the flashbacks we have in the book of boba fett where he's in his tank and dreaming mm-hmm. quote unquote this is really a storytelling device that goes bang 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 yeah it's as if the kenobi it's probably from and it's predominantly from kenobi's side is accessing those memories isn't it it's it's that type of yeah that type of device more than more than anything and you know and then and then you know uh, uh, the sort of dispatch Vader dispatches the the two attacks the two ships you know the two drop ships or whatever they are to attack the base and that's where Kenobi you know basically starts making a stand I think in this episode especially and at the beginning of it or this whole thing is where Kenobi starts to believe in himself again I think you know they're, they're starting to lay those those seeds, aren't they, with them a little mm. bit? Because if you look at what he was like in, you know, episodes one and two, just a broken man. Episode three, even more broken, especially when he was fighting Vera. Um, and then into episode four, where you know he started to, he didn't use the force as much until he was until he was forced to do that or to embrace his Jedi. You know, it's, it's, it's Jedi persona almost, and then in this one he's starting to 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 be that leader that he once was in some respects, or be that beacon to try and calm the people. Um, you know, and then and, and rallying the troops and, and things like that. And uh, this is also, you know, where the where they're trying to trying to you know uh, basically orders them to get the the, the hangar bay doors open, you know, and and see what they can do. While while they're preparing a defense, you know, and then we cut, then we go to the siege uh, part of it as well, where it's um 
Imperial sh- troop Imperial ships have descended. Um, the defenders are inside sealing the entrances. Um, as Imperial stormtroopers and purge troopers. It's nice yeah, to see the, the purge trooper. Two of uh, one at each side of the uh, the two uh, um, units they have dispatched, and mm-hmm. also a very weird looking heavy weapon. <laughs> yes. And they start, you know, they start uh, assembling that as Imperial troops are joined by Reva when the 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 scythe shuttle or the shuttle scythe lands and she comes down, you know. Um, Tala urges Rogan to get the real working in on the on the the hangar doors as you know. Where there's lots of cutting in this as well of them, basically, you know. It's an action-packed. Yeah, it's it's the it's the the. Defenders of the path, as or the path as it's called, or the defenders of them, preparing for the the siege. While we've got outside the the empire, you know, trying to break in. Technically, somebody's um, knocking at the door. <laughs> yes, pretty much. And then, of course, while they're busy doing that, we get the interaction of Leah volunteering to help. Uh, to 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 look at the hangar doors. Yeah, because the the vents where the electronics mm-hmm. is is obviously too small for any yeah normal human being, and why would you ever design such a thing is beyond me. But uh, yeah. and then Hadja, you know, you know, Kenobi, Kenobi advises her to be careful when she does that, and also tells Hadja to keep an eye on her when 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 she decides to do that, and then Kenobi sort of sidles off to one side to listen to a message left by Bale. And this is where, you know, that um, basically Bale says that he's, you know, that if uh, Organa Fias Vera's found Kenobi or learned about the children. And and if he does not hear from Kenobi soon, he's going to travel to Tatooine to protect the, the Owens. Which, <clears throat> yes, in a way, but we know, you know, from the point of view of that message, you know, we know nothing of that message comes to pass because we know what happens in episode four. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So I can see why they put it in there, but I can also see that it sort of logically doesn't make sense. Maybe if you can see what I mean from a, from from the story point of view, that. But you know, I mean, they can play within this time space anywhere themselves, can't they? You know, there's no. There's yeah, no issue think... around them playing with it. It's just I, I I felt that was a little bit more of a of a almost like a plot device yeah. type of thing that 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 we know was never going to go anywhere. And also, it's um, later in the episode. Um, mm-hmm. This transponder plays another role, and I think that's basically yeah. just the, the the setup for that. Nothing more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 message or the hologram message thing. Yeah, it definitely does in this episode play later on and then so you know that um you know that 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 but following the transmission we get an interaction between Tala and Kenobi as she comes in and she explains why she left the Empire which I thought was really interesting that that she saw the the what the Jedi what the 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 Empire and the Inquisitors did you know to to those force to force sensitive families, 
on the planet of Grell, which I thought was really interesting. Really, you know, it, it gives her story a bit more understanding of why she, why she is no longer with the Empire. The character gets a bit more yeah. believable. Yeah. Um, what's interesting though is and this is a little bit of a side is they have announced some of the new f- figures coming mm-hmm. for the Black Series, and she's getting her own figure, which I thought was really nice. They're giving Tala her own um, Black Series figure in the Imperial uniform. So when we first meet her, she's getting that 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 character's getting her own action figure along with um, like the Grand Inquisitor and, and Reva, of course. And there's a new Vader and Kenobi coming as well. But it was just nice that that Tala's getting one, which I thought was really interesting. That, that, that they're giving her one. I can see them probably doing a young Leah as well, probably at some point. But yeah, <laughs> that's a side. You, you, so you're saying you need a new. Uh... New shelf, shelf. for all your toys. <laughs> well, yes and no. I, I think, do I have an Omega? I can't remember if I've got an Omega yet. No, I haven't got an Omega and I haven't got an Echo. So I need those two first to finish off my collection of the Bad Batch before I do anything else. <laughs> and, a, and a Bobber as well. Um, but outside the, um, you know, the, the doors are starting to buckle and that's when I, I make that's when Kenobi, or Kenobi's at the doors, isn't he? When, when, when Reva knows he's there when they're having this conversation, because the do the two of them have a conversation through the door, nonetheless. Through the door, almost, and you know, um, Kenobi, and that's this is where Kenobi didn't didn't sort of um, sort of identifies that what Reva is or what Reva was. Yeah, the conversation. What, what you have been uh, thinking of all the time that she's one of yeah. the younglings staring mm-hmm. down at Anakin when he just yeah. slaughters all of them. And then, you know, that's that. Um... So, yeah, and that's when we get, I think we get the flashback then, don't we? Of Reva as the youngling? Yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, she was one of the younglings when Anakin turns up and she basically, she witnessed him butchering the younglings um she she says that she believed that vader were there to help them and was shocked when he murdered the jedi family river reveals that she survived by playing dead um this is where kenobi sort of realizes that she's planning to kill vader yeah which is an interesting one to say the least which again is something we have been pointing out before that that is a high possibility of her being not really into the old uh, inquisitor stuff but actually just wants to get to the head and cut it off yeah but that also leads into the 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 other the 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 question of more of, of, of that that um if she's not really into the inquisitors but she was following along does that mean she has fallen And you know, if she did a lot of these things that, you know, that that we heard, that we sort of that are implied on the Inquisit- Inquisitors, especially with Grell and things like that, you know, and does this mean Reva has become what she she's become what she needed to become to to get at Vera? Yes, I understand that. Does that mean she is technically a a fallen Jedi now? But I also, think that question gets answered in the last episode, more or less. Mm, true, but also, here's one for you, is 
is she actually a train a fully trained Jedi? I don't think she is. No, she is. Well, if, if she had been a youngling when when Order sixty six has been applied, mm-hmm. she may had have partial training and yeah. uh, for whatever training they get as Inquisitors, but that's more like it. Yeah, so a bit like Kanan Jarrus. Hmm. Because Kanan was a Padawan. So Kanan from Rebels, yeah. Yeah, it was a Padawan. He was a child when Order sixty six happened, because at the beginning of Bad Batch, we see that's yeah. Kanan with his master, and his master's killed by. The... I, I think you you can say those two are actually on on equal grounds when it comes to uh, being able to use the Force. Mm. Yeah, where but where Kanan's probably more of a fully trained Jedi than she was, because he was being trained or was on the. The same he, sort of he element already as was a Anakin. part of one on yeah. on external missions, and she was quote unquote just a youngling. youngling. Yeah, mm-hmm. but with, but this is this is you know Kenobi basically trying to. It feels like Kenobi's trying to turn Reva at this point when they're speaking, but then she you know she she gets angry and takes her lightsaber, and we get the whole lightsaber blade through the the door to cut the cut away the the final part of the metal thing that's that's um pulled into the goes together and that's when the the defenses are breached yeah and then they have a nice little campfire no really they just <laughs> go and yes have a little back and forth they do where there's a, there's there's fighting between the purge troopers and stuff like that and this is where we see Kenobi starting to use his lightsaber. You know, with with you've got Tala there with the fighters and the the Ned B droid. Yeah. Or the NED the NEDB the the Lora droid there as well, basically fighting and stuff. Um, you know, Aja tells Leah that that she's looking for a red breaker. You know, meanwhile, as so as we're getting that fight there, we're cutting back to what's happening in the um. In the, the the thing with Leah and you know Leah trying to fix the doors, and then we cut back to the fighters as they retreat deeper into it. Kenobi helping people up. Um, we see the the loader droids basically t- attacking several stormtroopers, so we get a little bit of what was in the trailer. Yeah. Um, and this is where we get um, basically. Uh, Tala's fall almost in the defense of them, isn't it? You know, she's yeah, she, she gets you know, wounded, and mm-hmm. uh, the the loader droid is also heavily damaged, and then starts mm-hmm. to shield her with his body yeah. as he's getting shot to smithereens. And mm-hmm. uh, I think she's got a a, a stomach wound, dynamic. and yeah, uh, doesn't seem to think that she would make it, and takes mm-hmm. out a little silvery grenade. I think it's a thermal detonator. And then it goes boom. And then she, 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 as all the stormtroopers started rushing and Reva sort of says, I do this, she says, retreat. Uh, she, just as she's about to press it, we get the, may the force be with you, and boom. Thus Tala sacrificing herself, um, blowing up, you know, the Imperial advances. Kenobi yeah. and the survivors ret- retreat to the inner sanctum, only to find that Leah's still trying to get the hangar doors open. Um, we cut back to the the ship, 
where the captain informs Vera that they've breached the sanctum. And you get the um, Vera telling the captain to stand down. Um, uh, tells the captain told we to stand down, believing that Kenobi is in their grasps. We then cut to the flashback scene again where Anakin, you know, drive, you know, basically is still, you know, it it seems throughout this entire episode, we're getting that that duel between the two of them is interspaced with specific parts of what's going on. Yeah. And this is this is the um the, the it cuts back to the duel where he's basically driven Kenobi to the edge of the balcony and tells him that, you know, admit that he's been beaten or defeated. Which of um, course we, doesn't happen. Which no, of course doesn't happen. We then cut to believing that they've all they've been lost. Kenobi wants to go back and surrender to Vader. Um, Rook and objects, telling them that, you know, Tala's sacrifice would be in vain. Um, but Kenobi is determined to stop Vera's advance from them. Um, he then turns to Haja to look after Leah. Um, and also and he, he gives him the, uh, the, yeah, the, the the things, yes. And then he goes off to basically surrender to Reva. I'm going to say, well, surrender to them. Um, we then cut to Leah in searching through the cables and we see her get to the little red breaker and that's when Roller, who's still in there, comes run, comes rushing out and gets very aggressive and menacing towards Leah to try and stop her from doing it. Which is um, quite a feature for such a little, little tiny cutie yes, droid to look menacing. It is. It is. <laughs> um, with that, we get Kenobi is being brought in triumph, brought to you know Riva, who orders the troops to inform Lord Vader of his capture. Uh, Riva informs Kenobi that he's on his way, and Kenobi then counters that that he is bringing him to her rather than her to him. You know, he asks if you know. She's going to let Lord Vader slaughter more civilians and children. Vader says, "I will stop Vader again." When he asks if asks if he won't see it coming, Kenobi replies, "Vader will be too fixed on him." So he's he's believing that because of Anakin's drive to destroy Kenobi that he won't see Reva's attack, or if Reva goes to stab him in the back, if Kenobi's there. The Which escort. is quite, uh, quite possible at this point. Mm. Well, the two stormtroopers then, ex- which I thought was weird, they they escort him. The only two stormtroopers escort him back into the base. Yeah, it's it's a bit odd. <laughs> well, they are stormtroopers, and then we cut to the flashback again of the fight, where you know Kenobi breaks out of that, basically being cornered, and they they res- resume the fight, don't they? The the two of them. Um, and he manages to knock uh, the uh, resume the fight, but Skywalker knocks the lightsaber out of Kenobi's hand. Um, yeah. But this is where and Kenobi still very confident. You lost, old man. And yeah. uh, Kenobi is pretty much. Yeah, you might rethink that. Yeah, it's the it's the thing of you know that that um, Anakin's need to victory blinds him. And that's what we were saying earlier about him, you know, about him being, you know, his overconfidence and stuff, his need to win. And he seems to become fixated on that goal of winning, which blinds him to other things that are going on. 
you know um and then it cuts back to the to the present where Vader is now there um arrives outside the fortress meets with Vader demanding no Kenobi she tells him he's inside and Vader, Vader is determined to bring him in by himself and we get the you know the Lord of the Sith basically marching into the base we then Only cut to, to find Kenobi on the run again. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Because that's where Kenobi sort of breaks free from the two stormtroopers. It's a Jedi. He's a trained Jedi. You're going to have more than just two stormtroopers, surely. And, and, and maybe not just a usual pair of handcuffs. Yes. Maybe maybe keep him outside where the Inquisitor is, you know? I mean. Yeah, or, or at least have the Purge Trooper be with him. Yes. No, because that's yeah. the idea behind a purge trooper. Anyone else played Fallen Order knows purge troopers are anti-Jedi stormtroopers. The bastards. Um, and then we cut to Leah in the in the uh, in the thing where Lola's reprogrammed Lola's Atana, and she sees the restraining board and basically breaks it and frees the droid from its captor, so she can then its Imperial program, which then means they're able to open the doors. Um, that's the thing that got me because I was under the impression that a restraining bolt doesn't reprogram a droid. Yeah, but you are. Uh... Am I miss? Am I forgetting that 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 um, what's her face had a hold of the droid? Yeah, and I think the 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 sheer fact that it might be not just a restraining bolt to keep a. Mm droid from wandering off but they be a advanced uh restraining bolt with potential additional circuitry let's say that way to have mm -hmm. some basic imperial code mm -hmm. running that can't I'm, be deleted or ignored i'm wondering if and i'm wondering when if if and i'm probably forgetting whether and i can't remember if revad picked up the droid and i think she did didn't she she picked yeah. up the droid so I'm wondering if she kept hold of it, had it reprogrammed there, then had the restraining bolt in there. But my thing with that is, if it was programmed, and the restraining bolt there was just was it to follow that programming, maybe destroying the restraining bolt then stops that programming. If that makes sense, well, it just seemed it just seemed a little bit, you know. Yeah, but I, I guess you can see the maybe the pro uh, the droid didn't get reprogrammed, but just has some subroutines added, and mm -hmm. that would be yeah. like a modern day uh, computer virus and could mm -hmm. be deleted unless yeah. you ex explicitly say no, let this run. Yeah. So but, uh, what what drove me a bit more nuts is you remember the size of restraining bolts from yes. R two and C three PO and this tiny nubbins. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you know for different sized droids you have different sized returning balls but you know that's that's another thing as well isn't it really um but then we it's get a them plot all... vehicle it is yeah um you know we get them all rushing now as the doors are open leah's managed to do that you know and they all start rushing to the to the to the freight as broken uh you know broken's freight and stuff like that uh haji falls down dropping the the communicator leah finds out that Tala didn't survive um, and they all head for the transport while Vader's basically a, f a force of nature <laughs> yeah he, he's a bit angry he's a little bit out he's a little bit put out um, you know we talk about you know everyone talks about the Rogue One uh, what you call it scene don't they? you know the, the, the scene of Anakin or Vader marching through the corridors in Rogue One 
and everybody's this is a, panicking. This is a this is a little bit more intense Anakin than that, I would say. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's quite reminds, intense in that one, but you know, when when the uh, transporter launches and Vader grips mm-hmm. him and and pulls him yeah. back with a force, that sequence re- reminded me an awful lot of one sequence on uh, Force Force Unleashed. Force. Yeah, it was the first trailer for Star Wars Force Unleashed where you had Starkiller pulling down a Star Destroyer. Yeah, it was pretty much that sequence. <laughs> yeah, so so yes, we get Vader basically ripping door hangar bay's doors open, forces his way inside as, as the freighter takes off and he just reaches out with the force and grabs it and yanks it down. It's also similar to um, Ahsoka stopping Maul from leaving the transport at the end of Season 7 of Clone Wars. Because Maul's escaping in a in the, the only ship that's still there that you can see, um, and Ahsoka stops the the freighter from taking off, but then she lets it go, and then her and Rex are able to get into one of the their versions of the Y wing and get away. But it's very similar that the you know the 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 the, the, the Jedi using a force, and I mean Vader's just like you know basically pulls the ship down. Yeah, and um, when, it when lands he's... and then. He rips it in. Technically, he rips it in part. I went to. Yeah, I he say. just goes in and pries it open like a little tin can. And yeah. while he's busy doing that, a second ship just wanders yes. off. <laughs> yes. I know there was a lot of people complaining about that on the web. It was like, no, no not really. You know, he's, he's fixated on one ship. He thinks Kenobi's he, on he's it. He's angry. He's got he's, tunnel yeah. vision. He sees a ship launching. He wants mm-hmm. that ship. People yeah. are scared left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he tears open that sh- that basically that ship as the other ship blasts away, which yeah, you know, and then um, you know, and then we cut to as that ship blasts away, we cut back to the the lightsaber fight between the two of them, which I thought was quite a juxtaposition of the fact is that um, you know, Kenobi breaks from Anakin in the sparring match, uses the force to basically pull Anakin's lightsaber out of his hand, which I thought was quite good. Yeah. And, and ending the fight and then consoles Anakin that he will be a, neat, a great warrior, but his need to prove himself will always be his undoing, which is technically, you know, you know, right? Because if you think about it, Anakin, I did Anakin ever ever get to the rank of Jedi Knight? I don't think he did, did he? No, nope. wasn't he, he still a part of the rank of he was still he was still a he was still a Padawan technically under. Kenobi, wasn't he? Yeah, he was until the end. Uh, still a Padawan. That's that's one of the major uh, plot devices in Episode Three when they grant him a seat in the Council, but not the rank of Master. Not the rank of Master because he was still technically a Padawan or yeah, Knight. Yeah, that, because... that's that's one of the things that really annoyed him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because of um, the the teachings of all the corruption of Palpatine. The evil whispering of Worm Tongue Palpatine. Yes. <laughs> we then cut to back, you know, Vader standing, looking up at the ship as Reva attempts to stab him in the back. And then she's basically stopped as as he turns around with his hand gripped, stopping the yeah, force from. Very much dead in her tracks. Yeah. And then he reveals that he has been knowing about her all along mm-hmm. and that she was just a pawn in his yep. plans. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she starts basically attacking Vera and we get this nice, this this fight of like, 
I'm effortlessly, I am the Lord of the Sift. I am effortlessly going to avoid every single strike you aim at me without yeah. doing anything. You're not touching me. You're beneath my whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I am so above you. It's unbelievable. And it was, it was just like, no, 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 dodge. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and the fight very abruptly ends when Vader stabs her in the belly. Well, he gra he, what's interesting is he grabs her lightsaber out of his hand, doesn't he? Which I thought was a really cool thing because he split, doesn't he? He splits the lights, the, the double lightsaber first. Yeah, it's because it's a she spin, she's spinning it at him, and he just holds his force out, and the spinning stops. Which I thought was really cool, where he just force stops the spinning blade, rips it out of a grip, detaches it from the two hills, so it becomes a single lightsaber. And drops one to our to our feet, and that's where we get the, the continue in the fight, where he then easily disarms her, and then you get this scene of Vera standing with two red lightsabers in his hand, which I thought was like, oh, yeah, okay, very deadly guy. <laughs> yes, and then we get Reva being haunted by the memories of Vera killing the young her fellow younglings after he basically run in, then he runs her through the torso, and she falls to her knees, and that's when we get. The Grand Inquisitor returning. So, where everybody was bitching and moaning and complaining about the Grand Inquisitor was dead. No. 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 Just, a, just a flesh wound. As not they me. said, as the writers said about it, we are not it going would to never go against with... canon. And we all know where the Grand Inquisitor dies. He dies in Rebels. He dies at the end of first season of Rebels, fighting Kin and Jarrus and Ezra. Um. You know, and we see the character pre veered pre Inquisitor as a god, as one of the gods of the the Jedi Temple. So we know the Grand Inquisitor is a, a, definitely a Jedi. But yes, she she's basically ran through by the um by Veda. Yeah. The child's reaver that he you know, he, he knew our intent to betray him long ago, but didn't act because of her rage was valuable tool in hunting Kenobi, which we knew. You know. And now, however, the third says that he's just no longer used to him. And the pet, and they're basically going to leave her where they found her in the gutter, I think he yeah. said. Well, that's from the... And, and that's one little plot hole, but we'll get to that in, in the next episode. Yeah, and then and then basically walk away and, you know, sort of turn on their heels and leave. And then we cut back to the ship where Leah's sitting among the refugees, among the broken ship. And tells them that the hyperdrive's not working and that being pursued by the the um the Empire. It cuts back to Reva reaching out for her double spinning lightsaber and eyes the hollow projector which is working and it's garbled little message from Organa about Tatooine. And, and, um and children. Yeah, and that's that's a very uh plotty device. Mm -hmm. Well um I am um, if I remember this correctly, though, he never mentions Luke's name, and he never says what the lineage of Luke is at all in that message. If I remember correctly, he just says Luke, uh, the children. He's going to something about child and on Tatooine, and that was it, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Um. Does meant does make up that you can't make up the laws and things like that. And then the final scene of that episode is pretty much. Lucas sleep in his bed, and uh, so it sort of zooms into the, to the to the Lars um homestead, and then Luke sleeping in his bed, and that's where the episode ended. And it was like, 
Okay. Right. So we see, so we can see where. Yeah, it's 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 a cliffhanger. It's, it's We've heading. got a hyperdrive disabled refugee mm -hmm. ship followed by Lord Vader yeah. himself and being <laughs> shot at at high intervals, mm -hmm. and a almost fatally wounded ex Grand Inquisitor that now suddenly learns about a different force sensitive child on a desert planet. Uh, weird. <laughs> yeah. So then, then it cuts into then straight into sort of episode, you know, six. I mean, for people who are listening and watching and things, I just remember this is going to be a double episode because we're covering two episodes of Kenobi. Because we Not can. Because we can. Um, so we cut to the episode opening on Mos Eisley with that foreman guy basically jumping the queue of a beverages a beverage stall. And then Reva there on Tatooine pushes him aside to get ask about a farmer named Owen Lars. Which, because hmm, I don't remember anywhere mentioned Luke's surname. So that was a little bit of a, but I don't understand yeah, it's a, probably also, a plot. How did she get off that planet? I'm yeah. pretty sure they didn't leave a ship for her to use. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but we don't know what else is what, what is on Yajim. Yeah, yeah, yeah isn't there, you know. As as she's Be very badly wounded, I guess. Yeah, it's, true. Uh, even the it, fact it, that it is she a plot is back on her on her feet felt a bit odd. Yeah, she, I mean, even though she's she can see she is holding her side and stuff, so I'm wondering if she's, you know bandaged up and stuff like that but yes i mean not having a back that tank not, not going know. to help definitely not going to help but meanwhile in space we get the star destroyer pursuing the freighter um you know because they don't have the the um you know the the the, the power stuff yeah and the hyperdrive uh, doesn't work because they don't have an yeah. r2 unit let's face yeah, it you know, that's basically r2 needs to be there to save the day yeah. and he isn't no R2 D2. But then he <laughs> then you know we get we get basically broken redirecting power to the real deflector shields. The plan is to travel to a planet in private, you know, he confesses that the ship's motivator is damaged and that they're running out of time. Um Leah uses Lola to con comfort uh a child and his mother. Kenobi has an idea and asks Leah if he could borrow the droid. Um Back on Tatooine, yeah, we get Luke and Owen Lars visiting a mechanic in town. Having a nice where... little family banter about things that are yeah. being broken by little children. <laughs> Indeed, and then that's where we get the guy that... Um, the vendor. vendor. Yeah, sort of mentioning that someone's... That they need to... That, that, that Owen you know, needs to speak to Owen about something. And then we come back to the ship where, you know... Kenobi's coming up with a plan, and that plan is pretty much to leave the ship and draw Vera away from them so they can escape. Um, Leia's not happy about that. Grand, 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 granddad and adopted daughter type of thing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> adopted grandchild. <laughs> you know. Um, also, she's very stubborn. She reminds them about staying together, but you know, basically, Kenobi pleased with Rokin to. Leah and the other passengers to consider his plan because he's, you know, he's going to lead them away and everybody hears about it and start 
telling him, no, you need to stay with us. Um, he also convinces Hadja to basically look after Leanna's absence. We then cut in this sort of front section, we cut then back to the Lars home and they are basically preparing. Uh, Lars and Luke return where Owen tells his wife, Baru, that Riva's coming for Luke or somebody's coming for Luke. We know who it is as an audience. Yeah. Um, and that um, they'll need to flee, but Baru refuses to leave and convinces them to stay and fight. And they have retrieved some hidden blasters from their home, you know, to, to fight the basically the, the Inquisitor that's coming. Um, Wh- back which on I board. found a bit odd because it, it feels like everybody on Tatooine has a gun in 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 short arms reach, and only those two have a safety hidden compartment for their guns. It's 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 the law, you know. You've got to keep your gun in a locked cabinet, buried somewhere, <laughs> so you can trigger discipline, people. Trigger discipline. <laughs> yes, you know. They've got to go through that that gun safety protocol as well, you know, and that 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 thirty day waiting period and things. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yes, um, but anyway, so they retrieve the blaster. Then we cut back to the to the ship where you know I just spoke to Leah and Gibbs Kenobi space to talk to her. The two of them talk, and you know then basically Kenobi tells tells her that her father Bail Organa uh, about Senator Bail Organa and his efforts to rescue her. Kenobi then hands Leah the Talia's empty gun holster, which I don't know how he got a hold of it. I can't remember how he got a hold of it, but <laughs> he did. You know, well, the two of them sort of... He, in... After she blew herself up, uh, he went outside and uh, surrendered, <laughs> and then on the, the his way back in, possibly he stumbled across it. He, he, he picked it up, yeah. In its two halves, and, and then used the magic Jedi yeah, and, trick and, to join and, it together. <laughs> Some odd uh, dirt repellent mystery leaves yes. <laughs> no bodily traces on that. Yeah, it's movie yeah, I'm magic. Gonna, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to pick. I'm just going to pick out that little bit of Talia that's attached to it. Yeah, oh, let let me pick up that ear that's in the holster. Yeah. And yeah. I, more, uh, the best part of that scene is when when uh, Leia just goes, uh, doesn't go a blaster go in here? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> But the t- the two of them sort of um, sort of give the hug, and then you know she could just turns around says um, tells him to come back before leaving. Resolves to face Vader one more time, even if it leads to his death. And then we get the 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 shuttle dropping and going off one way while the 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 the, the, the transport heads to the other wall, the other side where they you know that's um you know and then we get. You know, basically, Vader telling them to concentrate on the the smaller ship and leave the bigger ship against the you know the the grand the grand Inquisitor telling him you know we should go after the big ship, and, which in hindsight would have been a wise decision. Yeah, but Vader prioritizes Kenobi because he is that driven, which Obsessed. leads back to him being yeah. It leads back to that. Jewel from the episode five, doesn't it? The where Kenobi basically says, you know, his need to win will blind him to to anything else. Yeah, and that was the idea, I guess. So the 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 path ship basically gets away. Um, we then cut to the basically the Lars homestead, you know, and and them telling basically Luke 
that Tuscan Raiders are going to attack the farm or have been attacking the farm and they plan to fight. He warns Luke to run if anything goes wrong. Um, you know, and then they re- the two of them reassure that things are going to be fine and we get Kenobi landing on a rocky moon, which with, you know, rocky pinnacles and stuff. And and then we get Vader ordering his shuttle to, to basically go down and face Kenobi and alone. As, and then Vader flies down to the moon to face Kenobi. Kenobi leaves the the droid inside the ship's cockpit. I'm not sure why he did that. I'm just, maybe I think so he, he can make a quick escape. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think he didn't really take uh, Lula, but uh-huh. more that uh, the droid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm wondering if. If the droid can act as a hyperdrive navigator or whatever, so it's got like coordinates and a, stuff. A, a micro, yeah, micro astro droid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, we we cut to basically Tatooine where Reva's entered the courtyard, and ignites the lightsaber, and then the two the two elder or the two uh, adult Beru's uh, start you know basically shooting at her, and she's deflecting the bl- the the bolts. And while that's happening, we're cutting back to the basically the duel between Kenobi and Vader on that rocky moon. But I thought the the the, the thing of the two of them facing off with that stalactite, rocky outcropping, you know, view was really cool. You know, the the cinematography I thought was great on that. Yeah. Where you've got the two of them just standing facing off, and then you know we get Kenobi, the the conversation between the two of them, and then Kenobi taking up that that stance. That he does, you know, with the two fingers and stuff, igniting his lightsaber. So basically, taking up his old Jedi, his, his Jedi form stance. Yeah, which, back, which back, is really interesting. More, more but, or less back to his old self. Yeah. Almost. What's interesting is, and I know this is this is a little tangent, just a really small one. Is have you've watched um, Rebels and you've seen the episode Twin Sons, haven't you? Yeah, uh, I've seen all, so I guess I have. Yeah. So it's the episode with Maul and Kenobi fighting one last time on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch Kenobi in that fight, they did an interesting thing where when Maul ignites his, his twin lightsaber and does his all, you know, the standard Maul pose, you know, with the the twin, which we saw in the Phantom Menace trailer. Yeah. Um, Kenobi first takes up the stance of Qui-Gon then goes into the stance of um, of what he does, you know, in Rebels with the, and, and in Clone Wars and stuff with the two-finger stance, you know, that mm-hmm. fight? And then takes up the stance we see in Episode 4, you know, like this more calm Yeah, the, the master. <laughs> yeah, he's taken up like, like that master stance, so he's learned. So he goes from Qui-Gon to... I think it's Qui-Gon to Kenobi... Clone Wars Kenobi to Kenobi Episode One. It's sort of taken up that different. Maybe it's it's Qui Gon General Master. Yeah, sort of that type of that type of thing. He takes up those you know to prepare himself when fighting Maul. And yes, it's a very quick fight um, because Maul thinks he's going to fight like Qui Gon, but Kenobi, of course, sort of tricks him in some way. But it's just interesting that you know we see him taking up that that same sort of battle stance or that battle form almost. I know it's got a specific name and I can't remember this, Seven Forms of Jedi. 
Yeah, I think if, if this shows anything, it's the attention to detail that at mm -hmm. some scenes is given mm -hmm. just to rant, for, for us to rant about later then. Yeah. And then, of course, Vera, you know, the, the, you know they're basically going at it, the two of them, you know. and They wreck you know, the place. They recklessly destroy perfectly good rock formations. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you get, you know, Reva basically fighting there, but then we get, you know, them two of them fighting on the moon. Kenobi tries to bring rocks down on Vader, you know, who, who's noticed that the Jedi Master's strength has returned or is returning. And, you know, Vader basically hurls part of a monolith of Kenobi. The two of them cross blades, you know, Vader forces, you know, basically use the force to cause the ground beneath Kenobi to collapse, trapping him. And then that's where he brings down even more rocks. Even more rocks to bury him alive um, underneath the rock. Um, back on the homestead, we get Reva, you know, cornering Owen and disarms him. Um, but she sends through the, the force that Owen, um, force that Owen loves Luke in his own way. I didn't get that. I just got the feeling that, you know, that she, she senses, you know, more she senses Luke more than anything. Because you know they're they're basically they're fighting, and then you know, and you know at this point there's a bit of conversation between Owen and Reva, which um, you know where she asks where he asks her what she wants, and she replies she wants justice. I don't understand what she wants justice. What she wants justice justice for? Is it for herself? Yeah. Is it for Veda? Is it for you know? I I think that that's I wouldn't call it bad writing, but it's some kind of um. Given her backstory, it's, it's some kind of, of mental illness almost. Mm. Some some just, mis, misguided yeah. sense of uh, the, the universe must be fair to me, so in order that somebody else needs to suffer in the same way I did. Mm. True. You know, they they basically the two of them fight. She pushes Owen or down, um, you know, and basically she, you know, so he's still alive, you know, that there was no, and, and I think in this scene as well is the, the stakes between the Lazars and Reva and Luke, you couldn't, you couldn't say the stakes were high because we know where Luke's story goes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know how else they could have dealt with it, to be honest easily without possibly drawing it out into another episode yeah but um you know it is what it is you know it's 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 not i think the reva story in this episode was a little bit of a of a let's finish off that story where the main meat of this story was the basically that final battle between the two of them between veda and anakin yeah you know and then you know we could reva basically getting on luke Flees the homestead with Reva pursuing him into the desert. You know, you know that there, there's a lot of thing going on with Reva and Owen and and Veru as well, and and it ends up with Luke running and Reva, uh, you know, following him. But this this is where we cut back to the to the moon where Kenobi is, you know, is is basically a bit almost preoccupied with geology, preoccupied with keeping yeah rocks off him and and <laughs> and all these memories coming back and things like that. You know, and he focuses on Luke and Leah, you know, 
and he, he, he focuses. It almost seems like he's focusing on like a positive, almost to yeah. use that to to you know to basically push back and break out of the 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 he's the rocks. looking for a reason to keep on fighting, almost. Yeah, yeah. And then you know we 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 get Vader heading back to his ship, which I thought was a little weird because I thought he wanted to you know you know make sure Kenobi's dead. So surely he, sh- he should have actually possibly. <laughs> Yeah, waited around <laughs> <laughs> just in case, you know. But I guess you know him thinking that he had succeeded is another trait of Vera in this time period, or that's the trait of Vera. Full stop. That you know that 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 whole analogy of you know his overconfidence. Yeah, you know, I have won. No, nothing can de- defeat me. Fine. And then, of course, we get them re-engaging in battle, where Kenobi basically comes out of nowhere, and the two of them re-engage in the in the battle again. But this time, it's uh, it's almost as if if um, you know, Kenobi has a renewed strength because he kicks ass. He really does. Yeah, he has pulled himself uh, out of the swamp yes. on his own hair. Yeah. He basically, you know, is is using everything that a Jedi Master would have in a fight, and it's I think that's the first time fully, because I don't think in animation we've well, we probably did see some, some similar stuff in Clone Wars, but not like this, where we see I would say a Jedi Master at his full power. Yeah. Basically. Except maybe like uh, in battles with uh, yeah, uh, what's his face, Mace Windu. Mm. Yeah. But then you know he, he basically throws Vader through a one of the roof, one of the um, one of the rocks, and you know they resume the the fight of the the sort of the, the lightsaber duel and all sorts, and it's just basically the two of them going at it, and then we cut as that's going on, we cut back to Reva pursuing Luke um, through Bagas Canyon. Um, you know what I thought was interesting in that Kenobi fight when we cut back to it was Kenobi basically at one point you know he's 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 basically hammering on Vader with the hilt of his lightsaber he's hammering on the life support system on the chest yeah he's crippling him he's, he's pretty much crippling him you know and then he then we get that cool scene of him standing there with the with the and raising up all the rocks and using them like projectiles and just basically firing at Vader like projectiles. And then we get the scene I think everybody wanted, which was Kenobi out of nowhere, basically jumping up off a rock and slicing the mask. Not fully into, but slicing a section of the mask off. Yeah. And that's something I mentioned to you as well. Yeah, but that was something I mentioned to you. Did you notice where he cut him or where the mask split? No, not really. When we see Sebastian... I can't, I can't remember. It's the the guy that played Vader in Return of the Jedi. He's got the, a the, scar. The, the guy who put his face on Vader. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy that he's got a scar on his head, on that side of the 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 the, the helmet. When you, when Luke takes the helmet off and you see Vader for the first time with his face, there's a scar on his side on the. Yeah. I'm going to say the left. Is it the left side or the right side? It's it, his left. It's his left. Yeah, on his left. Which matches to what Kenobi there did there with the with the slicing of the helmet off. Mm. 
And also, it's the opposite side to the side Ahsoka damaged in Rebels. Because there's a fight in the end of season two of Rebels with Ahsoka and Vader. And Ahsoka slices the right side of Vader, Vader's right side helmet and breaks the mask off. Yeah. Which I thought it was interesting. It's the opposite side. And it, so it it could be that what uh, uh, that fight now that gives him the this uh, scar, but it also could be something completely different. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it could be. But it was just nice that they they possibly explained how he got the scar, even though it's not been fully explained. You know, it's up to our conjecture whether that's how he got the scar or not. I think. Yeah, you know, let's face it. He it. has been chopped to pieces, laid to death next to a lava stream, and has been yeah. fighting multiple enemies so uh maybe who, yes who gives a toss where he his uh scars come from yeah what's interesting though is we got the double voice which yeah really good. his voice anakin. box is broken <laughs> yeah so we got anakin speaking and then we get the vader voice speaking as well um you know we get we get a fully distraught kenobi apologizing to him but did you know, and you know, they, they go through this monologue and well, and I saw people complaining about this where Vader replies that Kenobi didn't kill Anakin. I did. He killed Anakin. I killed Anakin Skywalker, which I thought was, it's an interesting point of view because if you think about it, technically Anakin, yeah, Anakin did die at the hands of Vader because what was left of Anakin was, or the Anakin that we knew died when he took the persona of Vera. Well, Does that if, make sense? If we were to make this a complete uh, uh, analytics on Vader, I'd say Anakin himself killed himself because himself. he couldn't yeah. find uh, in, in himself what he needed, mm -hmm. so he became Vader. So basically, mm -hmm. uh, from for how I had seen it, uh, Anakin kills himself and Vader yes. is reborn more or less like a phoenix. Mm -hmm. So technically, what he was saying is sort of true. Yeah. So it's, he just uh, he just positioned it in the fact that he's 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 denoted that Vader is his personality now. If you think about personalities, almost yeah. Yeah. And the Vader personality killed the Anakin personality, but it's more like Anakin killed himself because, as you were saying, Anakin didn't have the strength to resist the pull of the dark side. Yeah, and maybe even didn't want to because he needed some mm. things to. Protect his yeah. family. Yes, which he totally failed at. Mm -hmm. Worst did you notice, of the century. Yeah. Did you notice the cool effect as well of when he was speaking originally as Anakin? His face was lit up as blue from Kenobi's lightsaber, and then when he said, "I, you know, you did not kill Vader. I did, and I will destroy you." You know, when he started turning into that anger again. Yeah, he got his went from red the saber blue again. to the red from his red saber. And then, you know, Kenobi basically leaves him, uh, bids farewell to him, calls him Darth. Yeah. Doesn't call him Anakin, he calls him Darth. And then sort of disappears off into the to head to his ship while Vader's there and breathing heavily and from trying his broken. Trying not to choke. Trying not to choke and, and basically um screaming his name. It's a little bit. It, it, it's almost a little bit of like a callback to Maul as well, where Maul does that Kenobi scream that you know that he does occasionally in 
that that sandwich was really good at doing. Yes, for some odd reason, people are very obsessed with uh, all then with Kenobi. Yeah, and then we cut to basically what's going on on Tatooine, and we get Reva using the Force to dislodge some rocks, and that Luke's done on knocking him unconscious, which. Yes, I thought it was a good idea because you can't really have Luke seeing Reva, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because that would be a huge plot hole in some respects or story fuck up, wouldn't it? Because he's never meant Reva's never been mentioned anywhere else. <laughs> and granted, the, the character was never thought about you know before this series i get you know with you know that that thing but that would have been a major pool i think that they couldn't really retcon easily so having luke knocked out is probably a a good way of doing it yeah and also by knocking him out missing maybe some memories of lightsabers and yeah. stuff yeah exactly well he, he might have seen a lightsaber you know or or heard of them anyway you know but that goes to the very end of the the episode more than anything doesn't it yeah um, and while, you know, basically as he's, as we get Kenobi traveling through hyperspace, he senses Luke's in danger, which denotes as what's the, you know, if he's traveling to Tatooine from the planet that he's, that he's been fighting Vader on, are these two events running concurrently? I don't think they are. I'm well, going to make the assumption that the, as, as running concurrently, but at the, the same time, running as she she need, would have needed some travel time to get yeah. to that planet. So that's what that's what I'm thinking is 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 the actually the events are displaced yeah. by time for, for because... cinematic reasons. They have been displayed yeah. in parallel, but in actual timeline speaking, there has been some set off. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how it's done. You know, the the, the time is. The, the time thing is different, you know, and then you know she she you know she's there with our lightsaber ready to kill Luke, and then we get the flashbacks of the Great Purge and what happened to her, and she sees herself lying on the on the floor and it's sort of in the place of of Luke. We then cut to Kenobi landing near the homestead, finding the 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 Owens uh, the the last Looking trying to find Luke. Luke. And this is where Reva approaches, carrying his body, and where they think he's dead. He, I think, he turns his head or his head moves, so they Look know he's alive. Look at Alderan places. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's bad. Yeah, I know. That's that's there's a Star Trek episode called "Looking for Palmark in All the Wrong Places," which is just as bad as well. <laughs> I think it's called, if I remember correctly. <laughs> But yeah, so so you know we get the the laws is sort of tending after Luke, where Kenobi goes to Reva and reassures her that she didn't fail because she thought you know she she failed. You know Reva tells him she couldn't kill the Skywalker and failed to avenge the youngling's death at the hands of Vader. I still don't understand how she knows Luke is Vader's son, or Leia was Vader's daughter. Hmm. That's that's a little bit of the plot, or a little bit of the story that just doesn't hold, because Vera didn't know he had kids, did he? Until at least I'm going to say episode four, 
in episode five. Maybe because she has a out a different uh, perspective on everything, she may may feel some connection. Yeah, maybe you know. So so you know you you know we get, we get um. Now we get Kenobi telling us she didn't fail. She didn't fall to the dark side. I'm assuming she might have already fallen to the dark side if she was working as an Inquisitor and did lots of nasty things. But, you know, each to their own t- interpretation and in that she's free to carve out her own destiny. Um, she lays down that lightsaber and, and Kenobi helps her to her feet and reassures her that they're both now free. Which is, you know, that closes off her story as that, which means... If they want to do anything with that character, Reva, they can. And yeah. it'd be interesting to see, you know. She, she could there's, be there's, a, a either a side character or a complete uh, series on her own. Well, we could get it so that a little bit like the way Ahsoka's character in Re- turned up in Rebels, you know. Technically, Ahsoka's not a Jedi anymore. She's a great, she's a great Jedi. She's not a Jedi part of the Order. Yeah, but but she, she left the, the order. order on her own she did, yes. terms, mm-hmm. as uh, and, and uh, Riva basically was cut short from getting yes. education. Mm-hmm. She's technically a grey, I would say. Now she falls into that spanning both dark and light, almost. Yeah, like the Ben, the the ban, the Ben two that turned up in Rebels, that big alien. Um, everybody clipped said that he was probably a grey Jedi of some description. Um, because he straddled both. It's a bit like the sister and the brother as well, and the father. Lots of interesting bits in you know in Jedi thing. If if we look at at them and stuff like that, and we look at what Dave's done and stuff like that. But we cut you know we cut to them that, and then we cut to a C- Mustafa, and we get a, our first cameo of sorts. Well, With Vader it... on his throne, and of course his master speaking to him on Hollow. Don't we? You got Sidious himself turning up. Yeah, but is that really a cameo? Well, yes and no, because he wasn't really mentioned as a cl- as a cast member. So I'm going to say yes. Yeah, <laughs> but but since he's reprising his his own role, okay, it's it's his first re- 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 it's the first of the reprisals of people playing their characters from yeah. that period. Had he been uh, a or had the actor been a delegate on Alderaan somewhere in the background with an alien mask, mm. that would be a cameo. <laughs> Maybe, but, yeah. But, but, but anyway, playing his, his main role oh, in this yeah. series. His, 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 his main... He returns anyway, so it's Ian McDermott back in the in the playing Darth Sidious um, where Vader informs him that he sent the probe joys out to hunt Kenobi. Send them back to Tatooine and you'll find them perfectly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the the emperor notices Vader's agitation and questions him more about it, but he says, you know, he responds that Kenobi means nothing to him, that he's loyal to his Sith master. As we get Vader sitting on his throne with the the march p- playing, yeah. We then cut to a, it's almost like an it's almost like the the final Hobbit movie. There's all of these endings. <laughs> Which one's actually going to end on the, the, the thing? Yeah. When will this be over? When is when are we getting in this final darkness with the the credits rolling up? We then cut to Alderaan, where 
Leah is basically reunited with Lola because we see Leah putting on on some cl- on our clothes and we get the the boots, the white leg, the white costume, and Tala's yeah. belt. We basically belt. have a full circle back to the beginning of the first yes. episode where she gets dressed up, but it's not her, but some friend of her. Yes. But this time she's wearing like a, 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 a almost like a utilitarian style costume with the boots and the the white things and a li- little bit like a Jedi robe, but not. If you, if, yeah, if you and think about also it. having a holster. <laughs> having her holster, yes. And then and then we you know we we she she approaches her mother says she likes it when her mother comes in to see her and check on her, and she goes, "Is that a, is that a you know, is that a holster?" And she goes. And she shows says, I like it. And then they both go out to meet Bale, where Leah says she's discovered other ways to lead, which is an interesting turn of phrase where he says, you know, they'll, they'll do it. And then he turns and invites her to do it together. So that leads into her being probably the character she will become or the, yeah. the leader she'll become. And then she asks, is it more cousins? Is it ship lands? And of course, it's not more cousins. It's, it's the grumpy grandpa and the droid. <laughs> Yeah, bringing back this this is annoy this annoying toy. <laughs> yes. So we so we you know we we get Kenobi meeting Bale and Bria, um, and then you know he says you know Bale can never repay him. And Kenobi actually says that you know if 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 they need any help to contact him, so that leads into Episode Four as we know with the help of Obi Wan Kenobi, um, and then we get Kenobi's interaction with Leia. Where he qualifies her qualities that her mother had, and then she, then he express, then he qualifies her father, her, the f- qualities of her father, you know, and that's that's yeah. that's the, that she is going, she is an exceptional daughter of your wife, discerning and kind-hearted as your yes. mother was, and yes. passionate, fearless, and forthright like yes. your father. Mm-hmm. And Kenobi tells Leah that she can turn to him for help, but stress that needs to be careful. And, you know, and Leah and the adoptive parents sort of wave as the ship takes off. And then we get Kenobi packing his... And yet another ending. Up, another ending of Kenobi packing up his 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 junk from his from his cave, which I assume is now means assuming that we could be heading to the Kenobi... That home. we see in episode four, where he's yeah. going to get his little homestead. You know? and I, I was all wondering, does, does he leave the poor droid in the sand? <laughs> because Maybe. there's no sign Maybe of any not. droid. There isn't any sign of any droid, well, but yeah, I, he packs I up guess, his cave. I guess sooner or later the Jawas will pick him up. The Jawas might have already done it. <laughs> yeah, true. And um, if if yeah. I remember correctly, the, the eye that comes up is red. I thought it was blue. I thought it was like an R. It was definitely like an R two arm. Yeah, but 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 it could. Uh, the, wasn't the it red p- for an alarm? No, the paint job. I'm talking about the paint job. On ah, top. red. I think it was red. The... And if so, it could have been the red R five with the defect motivator. Yes. <laughs> That's get getting sold back to the maybe, maybe it was the defective R <laughs> five, you know. And then and then of course we get um him leaving with the toy, which is the T sixteen, um, and then rides out to the Lars homestead. You know, uh, Owen asks why he's here, and Kenobi's accepted. You know, accepts that Luke should be allowed to grow up as a boy. Um, he also notes that Owen's Owen 
to remain Luke's protector, which vows to do, oh, and then allow then asks Kenobi, do you want to meet him? And we get Kenobi approaching Luke with the T sixteen in hand and goes, Hello there. So we get we've had three three one two yeah, we have three versions of Kenobi saying hello there now. Yeah, and there's no Everybody loses their their, their crap on the internet over that. He's finally said the line. Yeah, and sadly, we didn't see a Luke spawning two additional arms going, <laughs> Jairo Kenobi! <laughs> yes. And then we get uh, Kenobi riding his OP towards Begaz Canyon, where we get our... Uh, the... the, the not surpri- I'm going to say not a surprise, but it was. I think it was... Everybody was a little bit, is he going to show up? Yeah. And we get the Force <laughs> Ghost of Wygon. And we get Liam, and it is Liam Neeson as well. And he's done a, he's done some interviews now about coming back. Yeah, and so it's I, not I think, old footage or anything and stuff like that. It actually is Master Qui Gon Jin turning up and goes, "I've always been here. You just you, you weren't, weren't ready just to see me. Weren't ready to see me. I, I think that was a nice, very, very nice touch." <laughs> and then we get them. You know, Qui Gon says it's still some distance to travel, and then the two of them continue their journey through the Beggars Canyon, and then we get the end credits. And with that, we conclude six episodes of this six short series, of Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. And I know there's there's a there's a, there's a a group of the internet already saying we want a season two. Oh please, people, can't you just I, leave it? I can't see how you could do a season two. You would have to do a completely different season, and I think the completely different season you would have to deal with is Reva. If if they were would do have to, a the, second the season, season of Ben Kenobi, it would be Ben doing his lawn, Ben doing yes. his dishes, Ben going yeah, to can't... the market buying groceries. Yeah, I mean you could you could do if Hayden's willing to do it, and I think Hayden Christian said he would like to do more. Even Ewan McGregor said he would like to do more. I think you could do a a pre a full prequel series. And you could do some stuff around sort of episode. Basically, they could go back and, and, and do some live action Clone Wars. Clone Wars? Yeah. Do some live action Clone Wars. But I don't think Finally, that they should venture beyond this point in the life of Obi Wan Kenobi because there's nothing much happening. He's growing old. He's getting a call by a princess. He's getting killed. The end. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I, I think you know that that that's that's the, the you know the 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 thing with it is I don't think you you know you can you could do any you know anything beyond what they've done. If they were going to do anything in the period between, say, where Kenobi ends and and Andor, because we know Andor is set before Rogue One, and then Rogue One's directly straight into and you into. Hope. Into 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 you know into a new hope. So if you're going to do anything in that time period, you would have to pick the new character. And yes, they have established it. So you could do Reva. You could do Reva's journey. You know things like that. And which means then you could in effect have Reva meeting Ahsoka because you could have Ahsoka turn up in live action as well again. Because yeah, but of... that would be such a convoluted writing. Well, it depends if if Dave Filoni gets a hold of it because. They, there must have been some consultation, I think, with John and Dave about you know where the Kenobi story sits. But as we we know, there's been 
on the web, uh, there's a Star Wars Coffee, which is one of the YouTube channels, has put up or did put up the the camera copy stuff of the trailers for Ahsoka and for uh, Mando season three. So we know there is footage out there. There is a trailer for Mando season three that's been released. We'll probably get it. I would say September. I think. I'm thinking we may get it September. Um, we may get it around the time of Andor, actually, to be honest, when Andor comes, because Andor's coming at the end of August. Yeah, 31st. And we've also got Bad Batch Season 2 this year coming. And then next year we have Ahsoka, Mando, Definite. I'm wondering if we'll get the Acolytes next year. But I haven't heard if they've started filming that yet. I think they have. Well, uh, next thing that will be happening will be the, the postponed mini extravaganza from Atomic Mass Games in about yes. uh, three weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that actually, I'll tell you what else is coming at the end of... Um, in June, when is it? It was announced we are getting a... September. It's in September, the 9th, 10th and 11th. We're getting D23. You know, Disney, Disney's fan expo that they do, their version of Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. That's coming to in September. I've got a suspicion there'll be things announced there, and that's when I think we may get a Mando trailer for season three. Um, I think we'll also get other things announced, maybe more information about that skeleton crew show and stuff. But, you know, on the whole, though, what did you think of those two episodes? Well, I think plus, the last episode was, was more uh, on the upper end. The mm-hmm. one before had some uh, eye-roll moments for me personally. Yeah. One being the uh, holster suddenly appearing without any blood traces on it. And why would you bring a Jedi in custody in a small confined room only with troopers and <laughs> two stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. That that episode was nice, but it had way too many little things going. Mm-hmm. WTF? Are you thinking? Mm-hmm. But then again, but... I I need to remind myself it's entertainment. You shouldn't be taking it too seriously. Yes, unless yes. plot holes get too too vast. There was not a lot. There wasn't anything bumping up against, really. You know, there wasn't major. You know, you know, you can watch some TV series and go, really. You know, is that really happening? You know, is that is that you know, is yeah, that where they're going? It's like I've you're got, having you know, in one episode uh, mm-hmm. the old grandma going, "No, you never should kill anybody," and in the next episode she's mm-hmm. tying someone down on a chair and pulling out his toenails with a tongue just because you trespassed on yeah. her roses or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so you know there wasn't anything bump, bumping against. It was just you know the, you know the occasional things, just just plot plot things all of that. But I thought the 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 duel between the two of them was great. It was really you know you know it 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 also then I think goes back to that line of Vader you know saying when we you know when we last asked you were the you know I am now the master. So you know. Well, sucks to be you, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because if you think about it, and this is this is an interesting one, is Vader never beat Kenobi at all. He he never gets the chance to beat him. 
he never got he never well he didn't beat him in in episode three didn't beat him in Kenobi and Kenobi kill, lets him kill himself yeah kill him. that's that's what I mean he, in, yeah. in the last possible event where he could have actually achieved victory mm-hmm. Ben just chooses to no fuck it I'm, I'm going I'm, on my terms I'm going to sacrifice myself because I know there's Luke yeah and 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 it's just it's 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 an interesting thing but. Yeah, I thought that the duel was really good. I thought they did really good. I thought Hayden, you know, when he when he was in the costume, um, you know, as Anakin, there was monologues and stuff was really really good as well. And what's interesting from what I've what I've read, there's a bunch of um, there's a bunch of behind the scenes pictures gone up of the you know the the Order sixty six stuff. Mm-hmm. So you've got Anakin there in his full costume with a bunch of the I don't know who they got to play the stormtroopers. I'm going to say they may have got the five or first in again. To play the clone troopers, you know, to have the guys in the costumes and stuff, because it sounds like Disney and Lucasfilm don't have enough action stormtrooper <laughs> they, armor. They never have <laughs> um, to do that, you know, to have vast majorities of them. But um, so there's some behind the scenes things of there. There's also some behind the scenes video of of Anakin and Reva fighting, you know, train, practice training. Mm-hmm. And from what's been said is. A lot of the time, even though a lot of the, some of the fights were probably done with stunt people, it is Hayden in the costume. He wanted to be in the costume, even though he hasn't got a lot of screen time, really. You know? Out of the mask. You know? It, a lot of it is in the mask, so a lot of it could have been just somebody in the costume <laughs> and him phoning in a voiceover. It wasn't supposedly it was him, which I thought was really, you know, he, he, he got himself back immersed into doing it. Which is good, I think. You know, as long, think, you know, the... as long as he doesn't overdo it and suddenly yeah. thinks he is Vader. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was, it's more the fact is it's not the nice to have that you know that that he's done it, but also the fact is the the almost the the the, the him getting the accolade from the fandom because the fandom hated him at the beginning. I think it's not so much that they hated the actor, but it's the. The, the character and the, way I, the character was written, yeah, yeah, and I I must confess, or I've, I think I've been on record as well. I really didn't like Anakin Skywalker. He he was an annoying brat. Yeah, I, I I didn't like the way George had written his downfall. What got me was it it just seemed so quick in episode yeah, three. Yeah, that's, that's that's an additional fact, but. You know, episode one, the child was, yeah, it's an annoying child. <laughs> episode two, uh, yeah, not great character, way too much smoochy boochy romance stuff for a science fiction movie. And then, as you said in, the, in episode three, of uh, going from Jedi Padawan having a seat in the in the uh, chamber of Jedi Masters, all of a sudden becoming. A apprentice to a dark lord is mm-hmm. uh, there's something missing <laughs> yeah it just, it just seemed very 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 quick in the way that it that is this fall happened but you know on the whole especially, and... especially considering that at the start of episode three he he gets the order to cut down general grievous and uh, is really Sorry. reluctant to do it what's his face uh dooku yeah he gets he gets the order to behead grievous uh dooku doesn't he yeah, from Palpatine, where he's, he's going to kill him. Do it, do it now. Um, but on the whole, enjoyed it. 
and I enjoy everything that comes out for Star Wars. You know, I'm 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 not a grump. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's 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 the 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 science fiction I enjoy. Yes, yes, you know, I do enjoy other things as well. You know, I've enjoyed yeah, watching Strange New Worlds as well, which is the new Star Trek show. But you know, it's, yeah, that, that, that's another another joy. beast we can talk about at some other point. Mm. I I'll just leave it at that. I like the series. It was. Mm -hmm. Above average wasn't mm -hmm. high end cinema, but it was okay. No, that no, was it was good. It was enjoyable, and I think the next one's going to be Andor. Then I guess Isn't so it? too. Unless but, unless we want to do something around after the mini extravaganza, because there's been quite a bit announced. I think we, we should leave a, a judgment on that after the fact when we see what, what they actually put out yeah. there. If they just regurgitate what they already have put out, there's no much point in it. And seeing that we are already crossed the ninety-minute mark, it is. You know, the 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 tightly scripted thirty minutes went out the window, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but it was a double episode, so you know. Yeah, so ba basically, you you get what you pay for, and you don't pay much, so you don't get much. So sort of. Um, <laughs> I say thank you for everybody listening and watching out there on the tubes and on the podcast. I say thank you, Ralph, for joining me in this rather odd timed uh, episodes <laughs> and I think you know, we will see you lot again latest when Andor is dropped so maybe until September potentially even earlier you need just to stay tuned to find out so with that have a good one bye